Hello, how you doing again? Welcome to another edition of the While You Are Single podcast. I hope you have been enjoying the podcast for the past few weeks. And if you have, I hope you have been sharing with your friends as well. Thank you again for joining us. Glad that you can join us again this week. If you happen to be in the Houston area on August the 29th, I'd like to invite you to our While You Are Single service, which will be taking place in the facility known as Dylan One in Houston Baptist University. We're going to be having a panel discussion on frequently asked questions about relationships. You are invited. It's going to be a great time of fellowship, a great time where we'll receive insights about relationships from the panel of other anointed blessed couples that I'll be having with myself and my wife. So if you can make it, it'll be a great time. So I encourage you to come check us out. If you'd like more information about that, I encourage you to go to the ojtalksministries.org website, click on the While You're Single logo, and it will get you to the While You're Single website where you get more information about that. Again, it's August the 29th in the facility known as Dylan One. 7.45 p.m. Friday, August the 29th. So come join us. Bring a friend or two. Last week, I began to talk about moving from having holes to being whole. And I began to discuss from the verse in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, where it says, May God himself, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely or through and through, or in every way, I may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless until the coming of Christ. And I began to talk about how it's important for us to allow God to sanctify us completely, because when we have an incomplete, just like in education, just like in school, if you have an incomplete in the class, you're not going to be able to graduate to the next level. Along the same lines, I believe that when we don't allow God to sanctify us completely, to finish what he's doing in our lives at a particular stage in our lives, we um, hinder ourselves to going to the next level of what God has for us. For some of you, that's marriage. For some of you, it might be a promotion. For some of you, it might be something you're trying to accomplish or something that God has placed in your heart. But if we have an incomplete, we hold God back from finishing what he needs to do to release us into the next thing that we are asking him for. So I began to discuss that. And I mentioned that to sanctify means to set apart, to make holy, to consecrate, to wash, to cleanse, to purify. But I focused on the word set apart. And I was going to use this word to elaborate on a process of sanctification that everybody goes through to receive what he has for them. Of course, um, God sanctifying us is a lifelong process, but I believe that there's a level of sanctification that God needs every one of us to go through in any particular stage of life and depending on whatever it is he wants us to do at a particular time. So I began to talk about the word set apart and I focused on the word set and I revealed that uh, I revealed five different meanings of the word set. The first was to put, place, position, or move. The second was to cause to rest. The third was to fix or adjust. The fourth was to fill in or fill up. And the fifth was to prepare. So I began by going to Genesis chapter 2. We're going to see how God 
used Adam or brought him through this process to receive Eve for, for the individual listening, saying, hey, I want to get married. Um, I want to share this with you. I want, I'd like you to look at yourself and look at the story and look at the process and see where you are in this process and um, see perhaps this is an area where God needs to uh, do some things in your life to position you for whomever he has for you. So we're going to look at Adam and Eve. Um, I like looking at this story because, number one, Adam, in a sense, represents the first single guy. You know, he's the first single person. Number two, Adam and Eve, first marriage. And the first of anything is very significant. Um, we can trace and receive a lot of insights and revelation from the first relationship, from the first marriage, from the first single. So we're going to look at Adam because pretty much everything he goes through, everything Adam and Eve goes through is a reflection of what we go through in relationships as well, as well as in single individuals. So here we go to the book of Genesis to slice and dice and look at what Adam went through, the sanctification process he went through to receive Eve. Is the same process that we all go through, not just to get married, but in any or other areas as well. So let's go there. We're going to look at five verses in Genesis chapter 2. The verses are Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, 8, 15, 21, and 22. So I'm kind of paraphrasing the verses, an overview of what they say are. Genesis 2, verse 7 says, God created man from the dust of the ground, breathed into his nostrils, and he became a living being. Verse 8, and God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and God put the man he created there. Verse 15, God put the man in the garden of Eden to tend, keep, and take care of it. Verse 21, and God caused a deep sleep to fall on the man. And he took a rib. He took one of his ribs and used it to form a woman. And in verse 22, he brought the woman to the man. Nice story. Nice account. But let's take our magnifying glasses let's allow the holy spirit to magnify those five verses and help us see the process adam went through to receive eve the process that's applicable to other areas of life as well so genesis 2 7 god creates adam from the dust of the ground and in verse 8 it says god put adam in the garden of eden I have mentioned this before, but I want to mention it again, perhaps for someone who's listening to this for the first time. I always thought Adam was created in the Garden of Eden, but he wasn't. He was created outside the Garden of Eden. And God took him from outside the Garden of Eden and put him in the Garden of Eden. Let me say that again. God put, placed, positioned, moved Adam into the Garden of Eden from the dust of the ground. God set Adam in the Garden of Eden apart from the dust of the ground. God put, placed, 
positioned, moved him into the Garden of Eden, set him into the Garden of Eden apart from the dust of the ground. The first step in God setting you up, or put another way, before God can set you up with someone, he has to set you apart from someone else or someplace else. Step number one. The fact that God set Adam apart from the dust of the ground to the Garden of Eden speaks volumes. Adam started from the dust of the ground and he ends up in the Garden of Eden. In past podcasts, I have mentioned that Eden means delight. Dust simply means dirt. And I'm sure you're going to agree with me that dust is not delightful. Adam being set apart from the dust of the ground and put in the Garden of Eden is a picture of God changing the environment of someone that he's trying to set up with a mate or a mission. Some people, perhaps you, started out in the wrong environment, unhealthy environment, a filthy environment. Before God can bless you with a mate or whatever he has for you, the first step he has to do is get you out of that environment. That environment could be where you were raised. That environment could be a family situation. That environment could be some kind of family dysfunction. That environment could be something unhealthy. That environment could be even a relationship you may be in right now or previously, but it wasn't healthy for you. And God has to get you out of that environment and place you in an environment that is delightful, an environment that is a reflection of his presence, an environment of peace, an environment of joy, an environment that reflects the character of God, an environment from which the person God has for you resides in. Adam came from the dust, but Eve was created in the garden. God has to change your environment. As I discuss this extensively, I'm going to be drawing parallels from the move of the children of Israel from Egypt to the promised land. The promised land is like what they believe in God for. Egypt was the environment. I think that's very vivid about, about how God got them out because God did not just put them in the promised land. God didn't just drop the blessing on them. The first thing was to get them out of Egypt. So the first step, before God can set you up, he has to set you apart from somewhere, something, or somebody. And that's what we see in the first step of the sanctification process. God took Adam from the dust of the ground and put, positioned, placed, and moved him into the Garden of Eden. Step number one. Step number two. We can see in Genesis 2.21. And I've discussed this extensively in the past, but I want to bring it up again. If you look at Genesis 2.21 in the New King James Version, King James Version, New American Standard Bible Version, you're going to pick up this 
detail. The newer versions kind of skip over it because the newer versions kind of, I believe, I stand corrected, but I think NIV and NLT, New Living Translation, simply say that God put him to sleep, which God did. But the detail of how he did it is revealed, I believe, in an amplified version as well as New American Standard Bible, New King James Version, King James Version. Simply says, he didn't just put him to sleep, it's how he did it. I always thought that God caused Adam to fall to sleep, Genesis 2.21. But that's not exactly how it happened. God did not cause Adam to fall to sleep. God caused sleep to fall on Adam. God caused sleep to fall on Adam. God caused a deep sleep, not just sleep, a deep sleep to fall on Adam. God made him go to, go, go to bed, so to speak. You see, if Adam fell to sleep, that means Adam was in control. But since God initiated, he instigated, he influenced, he, he caused a deep sleep to fall on him, he anesthetized him, God was in control. And when you are anesthetized by a physician, that lets you know that surgery is about to happen. God caused Adam to sleep. God caused sleep to fall on him, letting us know that God is about to do some work on him. But ladies and gentlemen, guess what? God caused him to rest. The second meaning of the word set. God caused him to rest. Before God can set you up, he has to set you down. We live at a time where everybody is doing any and everything to get into a relationship, but seeking God. Now, let me say that again. Some people may seek God but their approach seems to be more on seeking other avenues to get a relationship more than seeking God. Stop running around trying to make things happen. Relax. Have a Coke and a smile. Take it easy. The first thing God is going to do when you're like, you know what, God? Help me out with this. God's like, cool. He's going to get you out of an environment, perhaps an environment that influenced you to use every and everything to try and get into a relationship. Then God's like, okay, now sit down, relax. Let's have a chit chat first. I need to do some things. Relax. Sit down. Stop running around like a headless chicken. Running around trying this and trying that may not necessarily get you hitched. It might get you ditched. So why does God have to let you relax and sit down? Why does he have to calm you down, cause you to rest? Why does he have to do that? Stay tuned for the While You're a Single podcast next week. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tooks has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. 
That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip hop, check out OJ Tokes Christian Inspirational Hip Hop Album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.